Welcome to Dad Talk Today. The podcast for dads facing some of the toughest moments of their lives. We are here to walk with men through divorce, keep them connected to their kids, help them understand their rights, and work for change in family law courts. Moms, you are always welcome to. We are all about advocating for shared parenting and doing what is best for our kids. Let's get started. Here is your host, Eric Carroll. And welcome back to Dad Talk Today. I am glad to be with you tonight. How are all you beautiful people out there? Hope you're doing amazing and having a great week. Uh, Tonight is a subject I've been wanting to talk on for a while, and I think it's an important loss discussion that we don't speak about as much, and that's about self-evaluation and watching how we react. I think many times in relationships, the one that we are critical the least of is ourselves. Every single one of us are imperfect human beings. We have faults. But when we find ourselves in these high-conflict relationships, it's very hard sometimes to see some of the contributions that we ourselves might be making. And I think one of the reasons that these discussions get lost is it's like, are you saying I'm the reason that this happened? Are you saying that the alienation is because of me? No, that's exactly not what I'm saying. But I'm saying self-improvement and being able to gain more knowledge comes through vulnerability and finding where we are wrong. If we constantly think that we are right, we did nothing wrong, there is no lessons learned, and there is no room for growth. You know, there can be an unhealthy part about that. You don't want to be too critical of yourself, but allowing yourself to have that third eye to where you can look in and see, could I be doing something different? One of my favorite tools here on Facebook is the memories. I like to do blogs and a lot of times I'll make it to where only I can see it. So next year I can read it and say, did I learn something over this past year? Do I agree with what I was saying last year? And many times uh, when I'm looking at that, I'm like, I had that completely wrong, completely wrong. Is that a weakness? No, man. I, I think that there's so much strength in that. How many times have you guys done something like that? You look back or you're sitting there just thinking to yourself, well, I could have done things different probably. But at that point in time, when we were experiencing it or we were going through it, we said, no, I'm right. I will not move on this. The worst evaluator of yourself is yourself. That's the best way to put it. If uh, you don't allow yourself to step outside of that thinking, it's hard to see where we might be going wrong. And this finds itself into relationships all too much. You've got two parties that both think they are right, that are not going to budge, and the conversation never gets anywhere. Unfortunately, it gets Higher conflict, higher conflict till bam. And we say, you know what? We just can't do this anymore. 
So then these parties split. Then they get into family court, right? And now they've been told to sling mud at each other. These people that couldn't come together and they couldn't conversate. Now we're in family court. We're told to sling mud at each other. Now we had kids. We had a house. We had a, a horse. We had uh, a, a beautiful little place. And now we're fighting over the assets. We're fighting over our children. Once we get outside of there, no, I'm going to have the majority of the time. No, I'm going to get the money. No, you're going to do this, 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 and that. And it just creates all out chaos where that might have been prevented in the first place by just saying, I think I'm right, but I'm willing to sit down and conversate with you about this without getting upset to find out if we can get some middle ground or if we can learn with each other. Marriages are falling apart, guys, at an alarming rate, 55% divorce rate in America alone. What is going on? Are we allowing ourselves to listen to each other? They say communication is key. Yes, that's the cliche, but it's very true. How often do we find ourselves sitting down with our partner? Maybe you don't believe in marriage. You say, oh, that's a government institution. I get that. I get that argument all day long. Government shouldn't be involved. I'm with you. But relationship, marriage, that is your partner in life. That's what they're supposed to be. You're not always going to agree with each other. We are human beings. Okay. We all have different views, but allowing to look at that person over there as your partner rather than your competition, marriage and relationships have become competition. 55% divorce rate. It reflects that who's the right party who did what wrong. Guess what? What if I told you both of you are going to have your faults in the marriage? Uh, there's going to be many times where you're going to be wrong. You might have took something wrong. Something got communicated. Uh, different. It's life. Imperfect people loving other imperfect people. But we want to be perfect at times. Right? Especially in today's society where we have these platforms. Kind of like this. Social media. Where our opinion. We can express it. And people are going to like it. It makes us feel like we are... We are right in everything we say, just getting likes or hearts. That's that kind of stuff right there is trash, man. When it comes to what's going on inside of your home, where it matters the most is inside of your home, not out there. I'm not saying for you not to get counsel, but watch out where you get counsel. Many people out in the world, your friends, uh, your colleagues, work. They don't care about your relationship. You can do better than him, girl. Why are you with this guy? You know, go find you somebody that'll do this, 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 and this. That breaks up more relationships than you'll ever know. Uh, same thing for guys, that locker talk, you know. And I don't believe we pay enough attention to what's going on with our relationships. And first, looking in the mirror. Why does that seem like such a weakness for us? And why does that seem like it's such a hard thing to do to say, I was wrong? You're not always going to be wrong. But when you allow yourself to be able to be observant to your own faults, it's going to make it so much easier to communicate with the person across from you who's going to have those same mistakes. And relationships aren't taught that. They're taught if you don't get along or these things arise, 
well, you need to just go get that divorce. It's so easy to get, right? I was speaking on this yesterday. Um, one of the number one things that's going on right now is adultery. It's so easy for somebody to say, things are going bad in my relationship. I'm just going to go get somebody else. That's because I believe some of these situations are making their way into it and they no longer see anything appealing about what's going on in their own relationship. It all starts. You ever heard it starts with talking? They start talking to somebody else. They feel comfortable with them. Let me tell you what I'm going through with my husband. Let me tell you what I'm going through with my wife. Uh, we can't talk anymore. We're not having sex. We're not having that. And they start talking and they're surprisingly doing the very thing with this outside person that they're not doing with their spouse at home. Why? Because there's probably no self-observation there and there's no back and forth communication going on. Is that an excuse for that to happen? Absolutely not. That is one of the worst things you could ever do. I got accused of um, being a person that promotes abuse in relationships because I'm against adultery. As somebody said, um, if your husband is abusing you, adultery is the best thing you can do to find protection. What if I told you adultery is abuse? You're abusing that person that you made that commitment to. And if you're abusing somebody, you just get out of it, right? I think that is one of the critical things, though. Definitely, the communication starts happening. It always starts with talking. There's always somebody that you can talk to, but are you allowing them to talk to you? Maybe you think they just don't listen to anything I got to say. Um, you could, it, it could be you too. Um, marriage counseling rarely works. Why? Because we don't want to hear what that other person's got to say. All you're doing is getting a third party sitting there giving you this question and this person this question. But it's still the two same people that still think they're right, not wanting to listen to each other. That's where the problem is, guys. I think the, the healthy end of that relationship will come from this self-observation. Self and it's something that I've learned. Because looking back now, I can see like... I've liked to be right, okay? I, I pride myself on what I'm saying. But I look back and I'm like, you know, you definitely could have handled that different. And rather than taking that as a knock on myself, I get it excited. I get excited because it's an ability and an opportunity to learn and to grow in this world. Never have we seen a time more than ever right now that we need to learn those skills for our children and for our relationships. Guys, this world is turning so cruel every day. They are fed violence and divisiveness on TV, in the streets, in the schools, on social media. And then if we allow divisiveness inside of our homes, and that's all your child has ever fed, can you imagine what the climate of the next generation is going to be when we turn that over to them. <laughs> Don't take that lightly. Don't take that lightly. Allowing our children and showing them that it's okay. Think about it when you're a child and you're still learning. A parent gets on to you. You get angry. Mm, I was doing what I want to do. I was right. You're getting on to me. They didn't want, they don't like that. They don't like being punished. It's very much 
that same attitude, even though we've got older, we've got jobs and uh, we're, we're the head of the household now. In many ways, we can act like children at times. We don't want to be wrong. And when somebody tells us that uh, or something that we don't want to hear, we become that little child again. And you're not going to do this to me. And then you just go out and react even more. It really pains me. It, it, it does. Seeing my children walk through that door every day and knowing how much I love them and knowing that there is a possibility that's going to be passed on to them is the reason that I speak out on these things. I've, uh, I am such an imperfect person and even in doing this, even in doing this, when I very first started, I was just a guy that wanted to speak out against a system that I thought was corrupt. I still do think it's corrupt and that does not promote families. Just wanted to do my part. I look back now, maybe not everything I said was right. Many of the things I said was wrong. At least I was trying and I was doing my best. The thing that gives me hope is knowing that I can doubt the validity of what I did back then to know I can fix it now. I can be observant and find where it might not have been going right and come back and build upon it. Same can be said for your marriages. Same can be said for your families. Same can be said for your children. And that, that ex-spouse, here lately, I've been taking a different approach. People come and ask me for advice. And let me tell you something, guys. I am not a lawyer. I'm not any of that. And why they come and ask me for advice in the first place, I don't know. I'm just another person navigating the system like you. Um, I have hope that this system is going to change. They'll say, my ex, man, they're not letting me see my kid. I don't think I'm ever going to get a chance. You don't understand what I'm going through. There's no talking to them. X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. It's like, I understand a little bit more than what you think. But let's try a little bit of a different approach. So what have you done so far? We've been to we've been to lawyers, we've been to family court, we've been through GALs, we've been through psych evals, we've been through all that. When's the last time you talked to them and told them to meet in a neutral place? Oh man, they're not going to do that. No, you don't know who you're talking to. They're not going to do that. It's like, well, how did you ask them? And then that's where a lot of the problem comes. And if you're somebody that's going through that right now with a baby's mom or a baby's father, try this. It might not work, but what if it does? You know, say, hey, would you come and sit down and talk to me? I'm really concerned about the children. I know me and you haven't been getting along. It might have been real tense in the past, but, you know, we made this child and they love both of us. And I think it's best if they see me and you coming together, having the same rules and on communication, it's going to be better for their upbringing. I tell you what I'll do. I'll let you pick a place for us to meet. If you want to go to a counselor, I'll let you pick a counselor. And let's get together and talk about our children. You might get a little pushback because they're not used to you being someone nice. They're going to be, well, what's up here? There must be something slick that they're trying to pull on me. Uh, you know, but you keep doing it. And if they do push back, you might get a little bit. You stay steady on that. I promise you, I'm not wanting to fight you. I'm wanting to co-parent with you. I want to work with you. And that's how you get communication back online. That's how you get homes put back together. That's how you get parents put back into their children's lives. 
Is it always going to work? No, especially when you get these narcissistic personalities. And But you got to also understand, too, when we talk about self-observation, it's so easy for us when they are putting us through this to just hate that other person that's keeping us from our kids. Oh, you've done this to me. Um, I can't stand to even look at you. I can't even stand when you talk. Oh, boy, do I know what that's like. Trust me, I do. And I was wrong for feeling that way. Well, it seems like it's justified. I want my child to be loved and I want them to be raised in a, a healthy, loving environment. And they can't see that from you, no matter how bad that other parent is treating you. But look back to what that parent was going through in their childhood. Was their parents divorced? Was there high conflict? Was there mental instability? There could have been many things that had contributed to why you feel like they're putting you through hell. And once you look at it through that lens, you might understand why communication with this person is different than a person that has not experienced that in their childhood. First off, being able to communicate with somebody like that is checking yourself first so you know the moves that you're taking. You're trying to go as neutral as possible every time you speak. Why is that so hard in relationships? I mean, seriously. Why is it so hard in society? We see the post everyday politics, right? Um, rarely do you ever see anybody in politics having healthy debates, especially online. Somebody uh, calls somebody a Trump tard or a libtard, and then they start going back and forth. And before you know it, I've even seen it as far as you better be glad I'm going to find out where you live or something like that. And here's this person that you didn't even know until you read this post. And now, since you're going back and forth online, that you would make statements like that, like, I'm going to find out where you are, you know. That is the climate that we live in nowadays. That climate has made its way into our families. Is that what we want for our children? We can change it now. Um, sorry, I haven't been doing much of these lately. We are building the studio. Guys, Dad Talk Today is going back to TV uh, as of next month. And I've been needing a little bit of time to get some things squared away around here. Once that's done, I will keep you guys updated. But I felt like this was a conversation that's been needed. Been needed. I've been doing a lot of that self-observation myself as of late. And uh, it can make you really wonder about your position on things sometimes. Because sometimes we're so dead set and we're so passionate in our feelings that we forget how strong vulnerability is. Live through vulnerability, live through love and everything in this life. It will come back the way it's supposed to, man. I feel sorry for anybody. Um, this past weekend, I had people write me about their marriages falling apart and um, not being able to see their children. <laughs> and it gets so uh, overwhelming at times. 
this isn't a fight that any of us should have been fighting in the first place. The fact that the governments or the government is making us pay to be in our children's lives, that we have to go through this facade of family court to be in this child's life that I created, that you created, is the most sickening part in the very beginning. I've grown leery of it lately, having to go around and talk and supposedly educate people on the issues that we're going through. If you're not um, educated on these issues, you shouldn't have power to create laws that affects them. You shouldn't. It's a cold, hard, bitter truth. I'm going to leave you guys today, but if I could leave you with one last thing, it would be to, again, be observant of yourself. But at the same time, I think one of the most important ingredients and things I've left out during this broadcast is learning to love yourself. You are important. You do matter. And you're going to do things, man, every single day that you wish you would have done differently. That if you could have saw then what you see now, you might have taken a different path. But it's only a failure when you don't realize that and you continue to do the same thing or make excuses for it. We change. We change our approach. We change ourselves. We change our opinions. And then we get out there and we practice them and put them into life. And that's what we pass on to our children. The ability to say, guess what? You're going to be wrong, but you got to take the steps to turn that around and that it can be done. What better ways for them to learn that lessons than to see their parents doing it, right? Love you guys. Catch you a little bit later on. Um, I'll try to have some shows for you again later on this week. But um, like I said, we're going to be busy here. And once that gets done, uh, I'll have plenty of content coming out. Got some exciting things and can't wait to show you guys. Hope you're having an amazing week. Love you. Thank you for joining us tonight. We are fighting for the rights of parents worldwide. If you want to help support our podcast and for us to continue this mission, please join us at patreon.com slash dad talk today. You will find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Clout Hub, Parlor, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, the podcast app, Google, Apple Podcasts. We're a little bit of everywhere. And guys, every time you like and subscribe, you help us continue this mission. Thank you, and we will see you next time.